Hi, guys. Hang in there. Here we go. <laughs> I'm hoping everything's coming along okay. I can't really tell because this is only my second day. And, you know, it's hard to say what goes on between me and the, and the world here. But uh, let's give it a shot, okay, and see what happens. Oh, I, I, that's part of it. So I just have to learn how to go between one um, one video and another, right? Let's see what this one does. Here we go. Oh, hi there. This is Andy Lopez. I'm better known as Invisible Gardener. Today I'm here as Eagle Cat. You know, they do uh, video blogging. So this is a, my video blog. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm weird. What do you say? <laughs> oh, there's a butterfly. There's a butterfly. I like, I like butterflies. Yeah. I saw a black butterfly the other day. And on TV, I saw a black butter, butterfly movie that came out. Really cool, ain't it? Oh, was a butterfly over there. Oh, where about my All these butterflies everywhere. I love butterflies. Okay, so today I'm going to talk to you about trees. Uh, I started doing a show in uh, 1970 called It's the Trees. It's the Trees, the Trees. Oh, what happened? My voice went, hello, testing? What am I doing? Oh, it looks, wow, kind of weird. I lost everything. Oh, there it is. I'm back again. <laughs> I had that flash, you know. I said, all of a sudden, I just, ooh. Right. Anyway, it's called, I call it It's the Trees, and I started talking about trees um, 1970, and explaining to people the importance of trees. So I kind of moved on now to the importance of the soil. After all, the trees are growing in the soil. And if you want to have happy, pest-free, disease-free trees, you need living soil. Actually, what you need is top soil. No top soil, no trees. Actually, no people, no living things, no animals. In my uh, recent articles, past year or so, I've been talking about mycelium, the importance of mycelium, and how mycelium is a way that uh, it's it's, a, it's the start and the end of the of the uh, of the life cycle, start in the, the beginning and the end of the food chain. Uh, everything we do it happens on the on the planet. The living things all get recycled by the mycelium, and it's how, one ways that uh, I talk a lot about how trees communicate. The mycelium is like the web of life. It's like the internet of the soil. Really interesting, and most people don't unaware that the you know that the climate change, in part, is caused by the misuse or rather the destruction of the topsoil. 40% of the world's topsoil has been destroyed within the last 100 years but through farming techniques, bad farming techniques, you know, uh, techniques where you destroy the, the soil, you raise cattle, or you uh, destroy the soil and you do uh, cities, <laughs> or you destroy the soil and you do uh, roads, or you simply destroy the soil by adding toxins to it. And recent articles have been telling people that millions and millions of trees are dying from bark beetles and a variety of other pests. The article suggests, well, look at trees that are not being attacked and we can plant more of them. Sorry, that's partly true, but not exactly. You're still missing the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is the soil. Here's something interesting you all should know. One of the reasons why city trees are dying faster than Trees in the forest, this topsoil. No topsoil in the city. Now, in the forest, you have topsoil, but there's something that has been changed throughout. Okay, so throughout the years, throughout the millions of years that the forest has been around, animals, oh, there I go again. Wow, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Something makes me want to just stare at this. Yeah. I can't, I can't, oh, there you go. Must be the drugs. I'm doing too many drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know I'm doing. I don't do. Drugs. I don't do drugs. <laughs> no, 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 I don't do drugs. But <laughs> I do like 
pretty sparkly thing. So that's my consciousness <laughs> away. Like we just did a moment there ago. But throughout the millions of years, a forest has been recycling. Topsoil builds up. But the key here is animals. Oh, there you go. Oh, there, there I go again. I really got to stop doing this. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe it just puts it out. Maybe it's just a machine, can't handle it. Maybe it's butterflies. But anyway, it's animals. There, there was an abundance of animals coming and going through the forest. Animals lived and died and returned to the forest. Animals poo-pooed and returned the, the microbes into the forest. The forests now are a small fraction of what they used to be in the past. The animals are not traveling from one place to another. They're not bringing minerals and like microbes from one place to another. They're pretty much stuck in there, and there's less and less of them. There's less and less birds. Road kills alone killed millions and millions of animals. So there's less animals, less birds to recycle everything back again. The idea of remineralization is very, very important. But here's the thing that's more important. Is you can't just put minerals in the soil. You have to have the microbes. The mycelium has to be there to eat it. That's the way it works. In this, most people don't realize that carbon dioxide, mycelium, in the process of providing minerals to the plants and the, and the trees, takes in carbon dioxide and binds it into the soil. Carbon resesquation, I think it's called. It's resesquation. I can't say, say it. <laughs> it basically, oh, there it goes again. <laughs> okay, you just have to wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so the process of my sitting basically takes minerals in whatever form they're in, and through the process of it takes carbon and makes an acid out of it, and in the process it releases the uh, minerals. Car carbonic minerals acid are returned to the are then distributed through the the web that mycelium has to the plants, to the trees, and with the root systems. They grow in there. They're twi intertwined with the mycelium. The root hairs have mycelium on, which then transfers of minerals to the trees. See, simple. But if you put rock dust on, there's no mycelium there, no microbes. The rock dust would stay there for millions and millions of years. And that tree would not have any way to get the minerals. Chemical fertilizers are, are not a complete food. Chemical fertilizers are more toxic than good. Chemical fertilizers cause a variety of problems. They kill the beneficials in the soil. Whenever I tell people, you don't have the good guys and the bad guys in the same place. The good guys is the mycelium. So the problem is having now is helping now with the millions and millions of trees. There's two things going on. One is the cities. All around the cities, trees are dying left and right because there's no topsoil. There's no the process that they are used to getting the nutrition from is not there anymore. And so yeah, they get some food from the very air and things you know being dumped around them. Fertilizers has to some extent is food. It's like eating sugar in candy. You can only eat that for so long. You need to have a good diet. You need to have the minerals. It's a trace mineral deficiency that's happening. Combination of the, the drought causing stress, combination of humans um, taking the underground water. Because normally you have a drought, you have the underground water that they survived off of. Now they don't even have that. So they get a combination of stress from all over the place. Toxins being dumped to the side. Human beings are very, very stressful. So... The key here is to bring, is to, okay, we have a problem with the, with the climate. That's something we're going to have to deal with. I'll talk to you about that endlessly, how to deal with that. But right now we're going to talk about the soil and the trees and what you have to do. I, I work a lot with homeowners. That's a big area right there. Homeowners, do, gardeners have the faintest idea about topsoil. They look at, I went to a place the other day and said, what's wrong with my tree? And I'm looking at it and I'm going, no topsoil. When's the last time you applied rock dust compost to mulch? Huh? Really? See what I'm saying? So you should be, you need to bring the topsoil back to life. The only way you can bring it back to life is by adding it to it. We've been taking, we took it away. We need to bring it back. We need to put rock dust, compost, and mulch. Ideally, you want to make, put the rock dust in the compost while you're making it. Right? But if you can't, then you buy a good source of compost that you know is alive, has been made properly, not the suicide stuff, right? And you, if you 
and you add the rock dust. No, normally, when people make compost, they don't, they don't understand about adding rock dust, let alone cities, stuff like that, who are making compost in large scale, or a person who makes compost, company makes compost in a large scale. Very rarely do I, I find them adding rock dust to it. And I go, well, where are they thinking to get the minerals from? What is going on? So you want to be doing that. You want to get a couple of different sources of rock dust, blend them together because the blend of rock dust is better. At the comp, uh, put a thin layer of rock dust down, add a thin layer of compost, and a thin layer of mulch. You do that on a regular basis, your soil will slowly build up. The other thing you need to do with your trees, you need to do deep watering. It's better to underwater than overwater. City water's got chemicals in it, it can kill the beneficials. See what I'm saying? So you want to uh, provide deep watering. Trees only need a good deep watering, say, once a week. At the most, that's if you have, if you have bad soil. If you have good topsoil, once a month is a good deep watering deep, uh, drip system. You install what I call tree vents. They, they're clay, they're, I use clay drain pipes because I like the clay. Clay is paramagnetic, really helps a lot. But you can use um, the PVC pipe, three feet, goes down the ground, make sure it has holes on the side. Inside, you put your rock dust, compost, and mulch. And, if you, and ideally in the compost, you also want to make sure you're adding the mycelium and the microbes to it. And if you make compost without manure, you're not going to have the microbes in it. That's one of the things you need to add, to know about is making compost. You have to add some type of animal manure. The, blend, the more the blend of animal manure, the better. So the key here to the, the, helping these trees is to, there's a short-term and a long-term solution. The short-term solution is, Reduce the stress. If it's being attacked by the borer, there are many things you can do to control the borer, to kill the borer and the tree, and to control it from coming back. Uh, in the short-term solution, you want to get, uh, the way you reduce the stress is you get the minerals and the food into the plant. The way you do that is by foliar spraying. You spray the tree with a really nice a compost tea. It's very good. That's one reason why it works so well. It has the microbes in it, provided you make compost correctly. One of my next shows, uh, uh, talks here. It's going to be how to make compost correctly, but I'm also going to talk to you about certain things that you can do to control the, the bark beetle as you can do your stuff, how to make the foliar sprays. So we're going to be doing a lot of this stuff. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit every day, about five minutes every day, a little talk about what's going on in the environment, and every Sunday I'm going to be here talking to you about Saturday. what you and I can do together. <laughs> so that's basically it for today. Uh, Make sure that you know that you um, don't overwater your trees. Overwatering soaks the soil, kills the soil very, very bad. Okay. So that was a uh, eco cat. He's going to be involved a little bit more. There's a whole troop of them uh, that will be coming around, and um, you'll be you'll find out who they are. And so that's what the uh, that's um, part of the uh, audio the uh, you know the audio presentation. There's a I'm going to be learning how to use this more and more, and I hope I'm doing it right. So let's see what this next next one here is. Oh no, look, it didn't it didn't do it right. So let's just finish. No, 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 no. For some reason, that one wasn't off there. So I'm just going to go over here and turn it off. And I'm going to turn this one off too. My thumb is not even supposed to be up there. No, this one's not supposed to be up there either. Aha. So uh, I have to. I have to figure out a way to be able to, uh, you know, produce a show and still be able to get everything I want to get at. But let me see if it's if it's working. Well, I, I I did them in advance for you. Here you go. I have over nine hundred videos, so we can figure out how to use them sooner or later. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Hi, so today we're at a different property, uh, and I've been coming here for maybe 10 years now. Uh, you can follow the history of it on my website. Uh, and what we're doing this time of year, so all the places, we're remineralizing. It's called remineralization. So just throwing rock dust around is not going to work. Many reasons for that, really. So you have to understand why we throw rock dust down in the first place. So you, you, you think rocks and minerals, okay? So you understand rock dust is a source of minerals. So when we put it in the soil, we're actually feeding the rock dust through the soil. So it's important that you not only have the minerals, 
which has the microbial life there to eat it. That's what, we're, that's what we're doing. We're giving the minerals to the, the rock dust to the microbial life. So it takes a while to establish a, the microbial life on the property when I first go to a place like on the farm. I can spray and apply the microbials. 99% of them will die. There'll be little dead bodies everywhere. You see one microbial burying everybody. The little cemetery, microbial cemetery, they all die. 99% of them. That 1% will survive. Next time I come around and do it, maybe another percent will survive. After a while, you have 100% survive, even though that doesn't happen anymore. The reason why is man, humankind, are very destructive. They do massive amounts of damage to the soil. So whether it's city water that has some junk in it that kills the bacteria in the soil, all kinds of toxins, chemical fertilizers by nature are toxic. They kill the natural bacteria in the soil. Cocaine for the soils, uh, chemical fertilizer. And if you go use organic fertilizer on a dead soil, it won't work. Organic fertilizers only work if the soil is alive. A lot of people say, oh, organic fertilizer doesn't work. I switch over from miracle Grow to organic fertilizer. It doesn't work. Of course not. The microbial life is not there. Right here. Over here. Make sure right here. You can take a close look. You're going to see a wide variety of things in here. And this is something I've developed over the years to apply. And it's different throughout the year, too. So at this time of year, I have soft rock phosphate in there. I have gypsum in there. I have an organic fertilizer in there. Two different types of organic fertilizer. Maybe even three different types of organic fertilizer in here. Uh, and there's... Uh, a variety of uh, soft uh, a rock, I mean, rock dust, which is in a powdered form. So I put a pelletized form, which takes them a little bit longer to break down, maybe a month or two or three months. This piece will be eventually broken down. And then I have the powder and the powdered form, very, very, very fine, which is broken down right away when the water hits it. And then on top of that, one of the things I spray, main thing, the super seaweed is a microbiological activator. That gets sprayed all the time. That's the liquid microbe in a liquid form with the minerals and everything right away because the plants absorb that. But you're doing two things at the same time. When we spray a plant, they absorb the minerals and the microbe. In nature, in a, in a forest, the microbes are in the air. The microbes are on the leaves. They're everywhere. That rhymes. Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. Fly-by. From now, everywhere we go, we're going to have my special drone flyer, drone uh, pilot, take us up to get a view of everything. Uh, these are uh, sycamores, and uh, want to keep out. You know, you want to see what's going on, what we're doing. Just visit the website, visitgardener.com. You can subscribe to get the newsletter. Come a member if you need help. Uh, have my book. That's the good stuff. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back. Okay, so that one's. Uh, I did that one um, not too long ago. Uh, like I said, I have over. Uh, over uh, 900 videos. So uh, I think you guys will like it this way. Yeah, that way you get to see something what's going on more like in person, you know? So let's see what this one is. That was just a little short commercial. <laughs> You're going to find out I'm a, I'm a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> And like I said, it's going to be uh, fun because we just keep doing this until I get something right, right? Okay, let's see what this one is. No, that one. There you go. So this, this one didn't start off right. So wait a second. That one should start over here. Okay, now we start. There you go. So, because this is my show, and I could do whatever I want to do, see, I can stop it and say, okay, right there we're looking at a microbiological activator. So you have to think about that, microbiological activator. 
So it's supposed to activate the microbiologicals. If there's no magical microbiologicals in the soil, there's nothing to activate. So you have to add the microbiologicals. So uh, um, coming up in the future shows, I'm going to tell you exactly what's in the super seaweed because that's very important. Now, I won't tell you exactly. I'll tell you like maybe 80% of what's in it. Okay, I'm going to do this again. So if you can read this, it says raises bricks level on all your plants. You're going to yourself, uh, well, if you've been listening to me for like forever, you know I've been talking about bricks. If you haven't, you're going to go, okay, what the heck is a brick? Like the, a brick house. So I'm going to do a show just about bricks. I'm going to show you what a refractometer is. If you don't know what a refractometer, look it up. Refractometer. Okay. And how you can use it. I have three, maybe four refract, four refractometers. One's a very expensive. One's ten thousand dollars. It was given to me by the company I had them on as a guest, and they really liked it so much they gave it to me. But in those days, they were they were a little bit more expensive, you know, because this is a uh, uh, a camera company that also does uh, refractometers. And a refractometer is exactly that re. It tells you what the uh, it does a refraction. It refracts the light, breaks up the light into its elements. That's how scientists can tell you what stars and planets are made of. But also, we use it on the planet. I'll tell you exactly what to do. Excuse me, I burped. So if you can look at this, you'll see that this is just a start of what's in it. Uh, you have this root zone over here. There's several different types of root zones. I can get like 20 different types of root zone companies. They sell 20 different types of root zone products. And what I'm going to do uh, when I get around to it, we're going to be, that's what this class takes a whole year. I'm going to take one of these products and show you what the ingredient says on it. And I also show you where you can get it from. I, t I tell you where I get everything from here. Like I said, I'm only going to tell you 80% because I don't want you to be doing exactly. Well, I don't think you'll be able to do exactly what I can do, but I'd be silly to give out the 20%, the which makes me different than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do your own thing, but I don't want you to duplicate what I got, even though I don't think you can really do it. Anyway, I'll be telling you all of it. So this over here is Micros. It's really neat, M-Y-K-O-S. You should write it down. Look it up. It'll pop up. You'll see. Wonderful stuff. And then I have uh, AgriGrows. It's called Ultra. It's, it's uh, OMRI certified. It's made from uh, 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 seaweed. And it has a really cool, uh, their main product, which is AgriGrow. I call it the pink stuff. I met the person who invented it back in 1970. I was going to say 70. Well, let's see. No, it was before I got married. So I got married in 78. So it must have been in 72, 73, 74. And over here it says Nitron, Nitron 835. You should write that down. I mean, you should write down everything I'm telling you, but you have a video. You can pause the video and look at that and write it down. It's called Nitron. It's actually called Nitron 835. It's only two companies, or oh, there are other companies that sell it, but you can buy it from the Nitron industry itself, and you can also buy it from uh, my friend Cherie at Arbicle. And I'll try you can buy directly from the, the company itself. And what I'm going to try to do is to, um, when I get a chance, see, I have to, I want to plan that to show in advance. I'm going to do the whole show, put it in a folder, make everything in the right order, and I, I, and I will type up the names in a little bit bigger print so you can see the name of the company, and I'll even put down their website and maybe even a phone number. I don't know. So this is called Nitron 835. Nitron 835 is another pro product I ran into the own. Well, the Nitron, in 1970, when I got out of the service, I started, I somehow, 
I ran into the a guy. I, I, I used to drive out into the country. Oh, my dad used to. No, wait a second. Yeah, see, I lived in Florida for, you know, Gainesville. I mean, in Florida for a long time. And my dad, and I lived in Miami, which is near Homestead. My parent, my dad used to drive me out to the country, to Homestead, to do the farmer's market, to buy stuff like that. And all along the way, there are people selling all kinds of fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. And I remember the guy's name is Ebersol. And I, I saw his fruit tree stand and fruit stand, you know, it was right across the street from the high school. So, or the junior high school. And I went over there. Hey, what do you got? You got mango, avocados, fruit of all kinds, all delicious. And they were all organic. I said, holy cow, what are you using? So <laughs> he told me what he was using. And one of the, and there's, uh, 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 one of the products that happens to be a, uh, a rock dust blend. And I don't mind giving out names of, of companies here. Uh, if you want to pay for advertising, it's great. I love it. But it's called Fertrell, F-E-R-T-R-E-L-L. And it's one of the first types of rock dust on the market. And it's not just rock dust. It's a blend of really cool uh, organic products. And this this guy, Eversol, also was using Nitron 835. I, it gave me a tiny little bottle. If you look at this picture, it's a tiny little bottle. He gave me that to use, and I really liked it. That's an enzyme. The Ultra... It's also an enzyme. Agrigrow is also an enzyme. The pink stuff is an enzyme. And that's why one of the things we want, the enzymes to break down these minerals. Okay, we move on now. So if you see right there, there's about 10 different types of, of rock dust right in that little picture right there. Maybe if I could do like a, uh, it'd be really cool. If like I can, I can make like I have a paint, uh, a, uh, a chalk chalkboard, you know, I could circle the things. That would be really cool if I could figure out how the way to do that. Like a, a class, you know, like I have a blackboard where I can actually do stuff. I think you can, but I, I work. I, I have to figure it out. That's a uh, seesaw. So this uh, this company is called C90, S-E-A-90. And I'm telling folks, you should write this down. It's taken me years and years, about 30 billion years to figure this thing out. And I'm passing it on to you. Everybody says, well, charging $200 for the workshop, you can make some money that way. <laughs> I can't do that. C90, S-E-A-90, has over 90 different trace mills, an ancient seabed sea uh, that they've this that they uh, mined up, okay? C90, we need not over 90 trace minerals. So this is the nitron, nitron A35. It's called Nitron Formula A35. One of the most amazing stuff on the planet, okay? Trust me. Even if you just were to use that by yourself, you would say, Andy, I'm not going to make your super seaweed. I'm just going to buy some nitron A35 and use it. Go for it. Because this enzyme is amazing stuff. You can put it in the presence of manure. I mean, this stuff will kill, you know, you can spray uh, animal manure. It'll get rid of the, of the flies, <laughs> okay? And it breaks down uh, a manure. It breaks, it, the enzyme in here works great on a variety of different things, which is what you want it to do. Here in, in, in Southern California, we have um, clay soil. Well, guess what goes through clay soil and turns it into a more uh, usable uh, soil? So this is the name of the company, AgriGrow, A-G-R-I-G-R-O. All you have to do is type it up into uh, the search engines, and you'll see their, their website will pop up. Of course, if the AgriGrow people are listening and they want to start sending me money so that I can promote them more, I'll be happy to. Now, they're called the Smith Brothers. Uh, I know the dad, because I told you, I met the dad at the workshop a long, long time ago, and now the dad's moved on to something else, but the brothers are doing it. So maybe somebody should call them. <laughs> So this is a partial list of some of the bacteria and enzymes that I add to my super seaweed. And I'm going to be showing you exactly where I get the, the endo and ectomycorrhiza from, where I get all the variety of other. And, and this is just a small list. I mean, there are literally 
thousands if not hundreds. There are more microbes in the soil than there are stars in the sky, okay? But there are like some of the big guys that you want to get. And they're real easy now to get because in the old days, you really had to look for this stuff. You really had to almost create it yourself. Now, because of marijuana, everybody's buying this stuff and because they, they know this makes it, your soil work so well. And, they, of course, these people want the plant pot plants to go really well, so they have to buy the best stuff. This is <coughs> one, of the, excuse me, one of the things that happens with me is that people say, why does it cost so much to use your service? Well, that's, this is it. It, it. The rock dust used to cost me like $10 and $8 to ship it. Now it's $20 and $30 to ship it. Every single one of these things you got to buy. And they just keep going up in price. They keep going up in price. There's nothing you can do about it because they can sell it for whatever they want to. I'm glad that they're making it because there's more and more of this stuff on the market now than ever before. So this place you see here, 10 years, totally organic, not a chemical anywhere. You can dig up earthworms any place, right? And everything's happy and healthy. And the biggest problem is really the gardener because they tend to overwater. They just overwater too much water. Microbes don't swim very well. Okay, they do if they're my water microbes. <laughs> And this is what I've been selling because when I started doing this in the, uh, well, in the sixth grade, I didn't have the super seaweed. I was just using like seaweed and fish emulsion. I went through a lot of different types of fish emulsion because they have urea in it. It took me a long time to, to find the, the right type of fish emulsion that does not have urea. And I'll go over that with you again from day two in, in this part of this class. Okay, so you don't have to worry about the phone number because that number doesn't work anymore anyway. <laughs> you can try calling that all you want to, but that won't, you know, it won't work. <laughs> I'm trying to go through all this. It leaves me, when I exit here, it leaves me this browser thing here, which I can't seem to, can't, can't seem to get at. But I, I, I had already pre-set them up in advance. Here. I said I have to figure out a better way to do this. Really, right? Here we go. Hi there. This is Andy Lopez. I'm better known as Invisible Gardener. Today I'm here as Eagle Cat. You know, they do uh, video blogging. So oh, this is I think, think I, got, I think we got this one already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we got this one already. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's funny, there was two of them. You're all going, oh, man, he's ruining the show now. I'm not going to watch this. This guy's, like, really out there. He shouldn't smoke before he starts his show. Oh, So I have a machine that sprays. Now, you're going to probably find I'm the only one that does this in the planet because everybody, what they spray, they spray chemicals. Arborists will spray, use this machine to spray pesticides up into the tree. They very rarely spray fertilizers because they just dump the fertilizer pellets around them. But mainly they will spray something toxic up into the tree. And a lot of them are getting smarter because you can't really spray toxic stuff and not spray yourself. So they inject it into the tree. They come up with other systems. Uh, so they, and, and the main thing that this uh, unit is used for is for spraying fertilizers. I don't spray fertilizer. Okay, so I spray my super seaweed product, the nutrients, right up into the tree. Like it says, trees absorb nutrients through their bark as well as from the leaves and the roots. See? And so that's one of the fastest ways for a tree to get nutrients because normally we have to go through the system you know we have to go through the roots and then transfer itself all through the body of the tree and eventually go to where it's supposed to go 
So I figured, well, let me help it out. Like when you go to a hospital, they stick something up your arm and then they get you the nutrients right away, the things you need right away. Well, that's what we're doing here. <clears throat> I'm spraying onto the trunk. People say, why are you spraying the trunk of the tree? Don't you? Why are you even spraying? <laughs> and I said, go away. You bother me. <laughs> and so they, they, it does come in through the trunks. It goes, uh, they get absorbed right through the trunks. They also absorb it through the leaves and through the root systems. And what I'm spraying is stuff that should be there already. Okay? is one of my favorite things to do. It's probably the only thing I, but I learned that this gets it to the plants right away. And, and the, you know, the soil, the, the soil and the roots take a long, long time to get together. They really seriously do not overnight. People will say, well, I want you to come and just spray once. I'll take care of it, you know? I go, no, it won't because you, like I said, I sprayed once. 99% of the microbes will die. There'd be one guy there running around going, oh, God, I lost Judy, Michael, Linda, my whole family died. What am I going to do, you know? Because it doesn't work that way. It, 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 it takes a long time for things to get together, but it's really easy, fast to destroy. Okay, then we'll move on to the next one. So I'm hoping that you like this because it's a really cool way for me to show you what I've been doing all these years and at the same time sort of explain it to you, right? Here we go. Oh, wait. I don't know why they're doing that, but Misha started where it's supposed to be. I do the artwork too and the music, of course. Why not, right? I've been at this place since 1984. You should see it now. As a matter of fact, uh, next week I'll take a, a video of it and show it to you in the show. Yep, by the beach. We build all the all the the stone. Everything's pretty much done by now. <coughs> Excuse me. At low tide. Air low tide. Yeah, man, low tide. All the construction is done now. Everything's been planted. Don't ask me why we're playing this, because I thought, Mel, maybe I'll just pick something from the past and something from the future. And the future? <laughs> the present. Put in all the rock work. We're taking all the stuff out. That's called a stone pine tree. It's the only one of its kind in Malibu. Originally had pine beetles, bark beetles, excuse me. Okay, now we'll be quiet. I think. Yeah, I'll be quiet. 
and uh, we're going to be treating these palms. Go over there a little bit, AJ, to the palms. AJ is my photo guy today, my cameraman, my pro cameraman. Okay, come back over here. Take a look at that palm over there. Oh, in the corner back over there. Yeah. Okay, so these palms, that palm over there has five top And this palm over here doesn't. And there's another little palm in the back there. You won't be able to see it. It's the third palm. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it. So I've been treating these palms for about uh, six months now. And, uh, Arbusters didn't know what to do about it because the first thing they come and do is they say you have to cut it down. It has a deadly disease. There's no cure for it. And so another arbus came along and said, well, no problem. Just give it a chemical fertilizer. So he ended up high nitrogen fertilizer. The wrong thing. So the person got lucky because they ran into me. Uh, and here's what I'm doing to control the phytrophic because all diseases are sorable. I mean, the disease is already in there, just like in your body. Cancer, every disease known to man is already in your body. It's just right conditions will make it go. Talk to any doctor or scientist, etc. Same thing with the soul. All diseases are sorbo. Even though this friend of mine says bugs bring them around. Yeah, bugs get them from the soil. That's why the key to control everything is the soil, the living soil. So what I started doing there and to all these trees, these palms, and to the whole property, several things. First thing, one of the things I spray is microbiological living organisms in the spray. Fungi, microorganisms, that's what my super seaweed is all about. That's what the teas of compost tea is all about. The other thing is what I put in the, in the, in the soil. We want to bring it back to life. The first thing I started doing, bring compost. I started bringing fungi, which is what we used to grow mushrooms with. I, I go with, I, I deal with several different companies. One's called Bonsai Perfecti. They actually sell you trunks with different, with the mushrooms on it. Now, these are not psilocybin mushrooms. We're talking about edible mushrooms. They sell mushrooms for, for uh, medicine and for eating. Lots of really good medicine comes from mushrooms. You can grow all different kinds of mushrooms. You, you have to have the living organism, which is called mycelium, in the ground for the mushrooms to grow. It also happens that mycelium is very important for tree health and the soil health. You don't have any mycelium, you have major problems. You know what happens if you kill off the good guys? The bad guys move in. So it's a simple matter of good guys, bad guys. The good guys are the ones that are normally in the soil. They're essential for the function of everything living. Just like in your body, you have these good organisms that are in there. And they each have a task, something that they do. So it comes back down to trace mineral deficiency. What happens with this? Phytophrys that inhibits the ability of, of the of micro of minerals to be absorbed into the body. Oh, Jesus! All the diseases, everything has to do with pests, from the boar to whatever diseases is a trace mineral deficiency. And just like us, we can't eat rocks. I can't go get calcium and chew on it. I can't get iron and chew on it. I have to eat something. I ate something. I ate something. I ate something in order for me to get that. Anything with the plants. If you give plants iron, and they'll say what? <laughs> but you give it to the soil, and the soil goes yummy and eats it. And the bacteria and the microorganisms, when they poo-poo, that's the, the liquid that the plants get. So what we're doing today is we're, we're putting things down into the soil. But I, do, I come here twice a month. Once I spray. The spray is, again, organic, and it's, it's highly mineralized mineralized, highly bacterialized liquid. So next visit, when we do the spray, I'll tell you what's in that liquid. Today, we're doing soil treatment. We're putting more microorganisms in the soil. See, what happens is that city water is constantly killing. City water sprinklers, what is, what do they put in the city water? They kill the bacteria, so it's constantly killing. Chemical fertilizers kill it. Pesticides, pollution, kill it. Human beings are very good at killing everything, including what's in the soil. So it's a constant process of bringing it back to life. The lady here who the gardener said she had the soil tested. One of the other places I go to is really good in bacteria. This one is a very deficient bacteria. Yeah, because it's toxic. The, 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 the citruses, the avocado, everything here was been chemically fed until these people came here and moved here a few years ago. The gardener came here, 
didn't know enough to bring the soil back to life. Yeah, she wasn't using any chemicals, but she wasn't doing anything to bring the soil back, which is, i.e., compost. I said, have you been applying compost? No. Well, compost is the key to bringing the soil back to life because that's why you do compost. Get the bacteria and the minerals together. You get them in such a state, you put it back in the soil. Normally, nature makes compost, but we get interference. So today, we're going to be putting this mixture that I made into the ground. I'll tell you what the mixture is. So you can... <laughs> oh, hands are dirty. Okay, hi. Right, so this one... <laughs> hand a little bit there. You're right. So this stuff here... It's one of the things that, I, that I, I'm using to bring the soil back to life. So this is a blend of five different types of rock dust. Rock dust is a source of minerals. Okay, so this stuff here, five different types of rock dust. The rock dust is finally ground up into powder, plus I also have a pelletized version. You see the little pellet, pellets. So the powder is going to be made available instantly to the microorganisms. Also in here is different types of fungi, different types of microorganisms are in here. So this thing here, it's what we're going to be applying to the soil. It has a, a time-release organic fertilizer too, because you do want to have a, a, a food for the plants too that you need to eat. But I'm going to take this and we'll be blending it into the soil, okay? So this stuff here is made from soybeans. It's probably not available anymore. It comes from Japan. They have the world's only organic golf course. This is like 9% natural source of nitrogen. And it's a good for plant. But it has its own unique microorganisms to it. So we're going to be adding this to water, putting it around the base of the, of the tree. Okay? So this stuff here is microorganisms, super seaweed. So I spray it, or I can pour it around the base of plants. Um, this is what it'll look like a little bit. We're going to use it today. See, that's what it is. So we're going to add this to water, and we're going to and we're going to make a little mixture here of super seaweed. This has some flowers in it already. See my flower remedy. We're going to mix it in with a so super soy. Okay. We're going to take some of this rock dust that we got over here. We're also going to add it to it. I also want some of this bacteria in it, right in there. And we're going to take that and add some water to it. Down in there. We're adding water to it. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to pour it around the base of this one. And it's important that you do the healthy one first, and then the sick one. Because if you do the sick one first, you're actually going to transfer the bacteria and the disease. The other way around. Okay, so we got that, right? Stop. So we rock this with the good stuff in it. As we say in the business, good shit. A little bit of super seaweed. And some of the, I call it super soy. Everything's super around here. Then I'm going to add some more water to that. Okay. I think I'm the only one in the world doing this because most, I have never heard of anybody doing it. But basically, we want we keep the soil alive by in, introducing the beneficial bacteria back into the soil, into the soil again. So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to also put this stuff down in here, see? Only way to walk. Now these were done before. I didn't do these. Basically, you get water down in there and stuff. Problem with this stuff is plastic. You see how the I use tree vents. I call them tree vents. Clay drain pipes. Last forever. The porous. It works a lot better than this stuff. So we get it all the way around. And we get it, get it in. I 
told the gardener that I don't want to have it to have any mulch with this stuff. This is not mulch. Good wood chips. Doesn't do anything to the soil. You look underneath it, you got barren soil. It doesn't do anything to it. So the biggest problem I think people have is the gardeners. They're the hardest one to tell to tell them anything. They're having a hard time changing their habits. Don't take a video of my ass because it's not good. <laughs> I might get some calls from people. Okay, so that's the basic part of my uh, first show here. Um, this is going to be a year long. I don't know which speaker am I speaking into. <laughs> I got two speakers here. I mean, two microphones here, and they're both staring at me. I figure, well, Testing, test. Oh, that's the one. I can I can hear my voice now. Boy, that's pretty good. So, uh, so next week, I'm going to talk. I'm going to show you what a brick, a ref, oh, what a refractometer is, and I'm going to show you, uh, tell you about bricks, and how you can get a reading, a bricks reading. Um, we were going, we, we're we're also going to be working on the vegetable gardening guide. But one of the main things, look, it doesn't do you any good to grow vegetables if you can't really, you don't have any kind of soil to grow them in, and you're going to have problems, you know. So um, let me see. Uh, uh, it, it, it is, uh, so I'm talking to my engineer, you know, he's in there, he's in the background there. He's supposed to tell me when, like, a minute to go. Time to wrap this one up, he says. Yep, time to wrap it up. That's what I was doing. I was wrapping it up until you interfered me from wrapping it up. How could I be right? Ra- okay. <laughs> the next week, we're going to do the vegetable garden guide, and we're going to talk about bricks. I'm going to show where refractometer is and give you some – I'm going to put some charts up on the on the screen so that you can uh, see what a bricks reading will look like and compare it to plants and stuff like that. So um, we're going to go ahead and just uh, play this until it's time to go. <laughs> Coming up is uh, my cosmic spaceship. Remember, invisiblegardener.com, membership is free, always has been free. You should join, why not? Okay, so my book is $3,000, but that's another story. So we have a few minutes more or a minute or two. See you in the other room. So I guess he's going to take me somewhere else. And when we're done, we're done. So I don't know. He'll tell me, I suppose. You're supposed to tell me when we're done. He didn't say how long I should wrap it up for, you know. He says time to wrap it up. He didn't say how long. I could be wrapping it up for a long time.